You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to the Nintendo Club Podcast. Joining today is Aaron Rivera to discuss Super Mario 3D Land. Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Hey. So, um, we are a couple days from 3D World coming out, so we decided, hey, let's talk about the original that kind of kickstarted this. I guess it's the third or fourth mainline Mario series. We have the 2D ones, we have the 3D ones, and we have these halfway steps, um, which is the 3D Land 3D World series. So, yeah. uh, and the Land name comes, I guess, from the Game Boy original Super Mario Land, and this is like, hey, we're still here for the 3DS, and it's a whole new experience, so we're giving it a new kind of name there. So, um, First off, let's kick off the show with uh, where we're at in the game and how many lives we lost, we've lost and that kind of stuff. So, um, I'll kick it off with saying I've lost, looking up now, 666 lives, which I, <laughs> I Aaron pointed out, he gets to find this information now by clicking the little white clipboard there. I've collected all 306 star coins, and I have 97 lives stored up, and I'm playing as Luigi right now. And I have all four stars in the game. Yes, I have um, only 121 of the star coins, 142 lives. I've only lost two lives, uh, and I am only through the first eight worlds. Okay. I should say you'll lose... Probably all uh, you know, six hundred lives in the second half of the game because <laughs> yeah, the first half is fairly simple and easy. The second half is insane, uh, difficulty wise. It just it picks up in such a tremendous way that is uh, almost cruel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have any problems with it until about World Seven. I say about the last half of World Seven, then it started getting a little bit harder. Uh, <laughs> the second half, it gets really tricky because you have this like dark Mario that sh- that follows your every movement, and if you're too slow, he'll run into you and you die. <laughs> um, so during the dur- to accomplish that, I had 22 and a half hours of gameplay, played it 36 times uh, to do that. So that's what it took for me to get to where I'm at in the game. Yeah, I'm not sure with mine because I had played it um, before. And to get ready for this this episode, I deleted my file and started up a new you a new game. Do no, Aaron. Um, you can start two more files. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I wanted to have you know just just my my A slot there. Really? You know, the, yeah, the first slot. You know, you can do, you can copy me. that first slot into the second slot. <laughs> That's true. I'm but, just so uh, baffled by that. That's so. Bizarre. I just played. You know, I just I just deleted that file and just started up a new one. And I okay. I started it. Um, let's see. I think it was Tuesday. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play too long, but I did play every day. Um, and yeah. So the I, levels are nice and bite sized. Like it doesn't take a whole lot of time to get through each level. Yeah. But the cool, uh, like all the levels, I think are very inventive. Yeah, like they're they're unique, definitely. And they really like this is the first game that I realized, hey, 3D and gaming, it's a cool thing, and it really does enhance it. Like my favorite level in this game, and perhaps my favorite level of any Mario game, like is World Two Three. Uh, this is the level where, if you have this the the tail with the raccoon suit. 
you're able to explore these really high up areas that you can't get to otherwise. And as a part of that, you get this 3D view of these cool like mushroom things in different like patterns out in these platforms. And you can just float down from above and the visuals on that that level 2-3 is so cool. And then as a reward when you end this level, you get this old school Super Mario Brothers 1 closer where you have the original castle and the bricks <laughs> in the same style and you can even go inside that castle and find a one-up life in there. <laughs> and I just discovered the, that trick uh, just the other day as I was playing through. It's like, what happens if I try to go in there? And you can actually go in there and get uh, a life. So this this level, 2-3, is my favorite Mario level uh, ever created by Nintendo. And it's just so it's so brilliant and brings back all the right memories and all the right... It hits all the right buttons. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at that level now. That that was a pretty good one. It it makes good use of the 3D, and it it definitely the three the three use is really what sells that level for me. I think on the Wii U, it would not sell that level for me as much yeah. as it does here. Yeah. So yeah, there are some fantastic levels with 3D in it. That's one of them. Um. So. Yeah, I think that this game, you know, it really shows off what the 3DS could do with 3D. I mean, it came out uh, pretty early. In 3D. Same same month as Mario Kart for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and it and I mean, there was, I mean, they they used the 3D a lot, but I I find that some games, you know, they they put the 3D in there as as like an afterthought um, or, or or visual enhancement like HD does. Yeah. And and this one, you know, um, some levels you're just playing and you don't notice the th- like you you know it's in 3D, but it doesn't get in the way. Some the levels game. it makes the levels like it makes the design that much more brilliant and that much yeah. more like it adds to it like where perceiving jumps and like dimensions helps. Like it, it yeah. makes the game almost I want to say easier, but. Um, in some ways, it does it. make it easier. I think, well, at, at least to see what you're doing, um, at, as opposed to like Mario 64, for example. Um, you know, this this has the 3D you can kind of have more control of where you are in space with the 3D effect. Um, and then they add in some some pretty nice things, like when when you get launched or or when you jump on something, you know. Uh, like Mario actually goes off the screen, so he kind of flies up towards the camera, and then he's he's off the screen just a little bit. So it it really gives you this uh, sense of space um, as opposed to not having the 3D. Yeah, and the thing about 3D land that it just makes you smile when you're playing it. It's one of those <laughs> games that's like someone thought of that. It's really inventive. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, even the. The parts where it started to get tough, you couldn't even really get upset. I mean, there are some games you get, you know, real frustrated. Uh, this game, though, I was wait like, till the second half. <laughs> yeah, maybe wait till the second half. There are some levels that I, I was just so frustrated. It's like, I'm never going to get this because this is so bloody difficult. Um, <laughs> there's some levels like that in this game. Um, but yeah, it's and I love the mechanism where you're jumping and then it makes the other. It makes the platform uh, move over to the other side. I'm not sure if that's the first time yeah. in the series or not. 
Yeah, I remember when I first got there, I was like, wow, this is it's pretty neat. Uh, I don't recall that being in any other games. So. Yeah, and then there's, I guess, all these secret paths you can find. Like, there's all that kind of classic Mario stuff. They let you play the whole game through as Luigi after you beat it. And that's another fun little bonus. Uh, you know, you're Luigi and stuff, but this came out last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, like the the different paths throughout the levels, it it was kind of like um, sort of like an open world kind of level, except not so much open world. I mean, it was kind of more wide open to where some levels you could see what was in front of you uh, with like a telescope. You can kind of look through those telescopes, um, and then you can go one way or you can go like another way, and like one path might have a star coin on it. The other one, you know, might have like a power up, but but you could choose which way you wanted to go. On some levels, um, you could actually go through both ways. You can go down one and then turn around and go back. But some you could only go through one, one yeah. path. So, and I love the world map for this. So it's not like 3D World where you're just like running around the world. Instead, it's um, kind of the eight, the six levels per world type thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the pre- you get a little preview of what it looks like. So if you're going through your second time, you can get an idea, hey, do I want to replay this level or not? It also uh, gives you on the bottom screen a really good indication of which levels that you need to find stars in still. And mm-hmm. also it gives you, like, street pass data for, like, you know, rivals' times and, like, uh, for racing people, for doing speed runs. And that's another fun component of this game. Yeah, and it also lets you know what your best time was for that level. Yeah, and it's fun to see, hey, uh, which levels am I losing in? And I get, as replayability, where you're able to go back and try to beat that person. Yeah. So that's another cool thing. And there are some Street Pass bonuses, like you'll get a free, you know, uh, Fire Flower or something during some of these parts. Yeah, and the Street Pass, uh, they send you, like, the Mystery Box levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so once a player plays that and you street pass with them, they will send you one of their own mystery box levels. And as far as dying way too much, um, there is uh, there is a component in this game where you become you become invincible. Basically, you get this uh, leaf that gives you invincibility, and you can beat the level. But it'll give you a different result at the end, where it's like. You beat this, but you cheated a little bit, so you don't get the full credit for it, kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't get any of those. My because you only uh, died two times so yeah. far. <laughs> uh, but from from what I saw, is that you can get that invincibility leaf after you fail the level five times, and then so so when you come back after five times, then you'll have that. And then there's even another one uh, to where if you still fail. Once you have that, like you fall off a ledge or something. I've done. That. If you fail ten times, then you get the P wing. Which just yes, I've gotten that because I've had some levels where I died like twenty times, and I yeah, yeah, it will just take you to the end of of the level, straight to the flag. So it's pretty great. It's pretty great because in the second half of the game, I think you'll use that at least once, Aaron, the P wing. Yeah, because we'll it's see. really easy to die in the second half of the level. There's one part like where it's really easy to fall into the oblivion, and because you're getting chased down by yourself and. It gets really frustrating. Like you got to do weird jumps just to avoid yourself. It's uh, <laughs> you're getting in your own way. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of like the power ups or on that, um, this one didn't have as many as some Mario games. Did it add anything as far? Yeah, as yeah, it actually did. Um, you had well, so we had the the fire flower. Um, it brought back the box propeller helmet from uh, oh, yes. Mario Wii. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii. And that's really cool in the 3D, because in the 3D, you can yeah. fly up and get this great overview and then slowly go down. Like That's a, a power-up like that's that works so well in this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there was the Tanuki Leaf uh, Mario that we all... We all know. From uh, Super Mario Brothers 3? Yeah, so they kind of changed it in this one where you can't fly, you can just kind of hover after you jump, you kind of float down. That is frustrating. Uh, I wish <laughs> we could fly. I really do. Um, of course, there was the uh, Starman gives you invincibility for a limited time. And then uh, the new one that they added was the Boomerang. Uh, that was new to this game? Yeah. So. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a great power-up. And that's returning in uh, 3D World, in addition to the cat suits and the double cherries. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the boomerang suit was new. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to go okay. and say yeah, because I don't remember it being in any other one. So, I mean, this was a well-reviewed game. Most people really did love it. A game sold over 343,000 copies in the first week in Japan. Uh, so that's pretty good uh, compared to its install base. And, you know, um, I guess one thing to talk about, do we have any other things on 3D Land itself? Or do we want to talk more about where it's moving towards, what other games in the series would like to oh, see? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got some, some more stuff before okay. we move on. Um, yeah, just about the actual gameplay itself. You know, like the controls, um, as, I mean, like the Mario games are pretty simple controls. You know, you run, jump. Uh, except this one, you use the uh, kind of circle pad, you know, mm-hmm. so so it gives you more precise controls than um, I remember playing uh, Mario sixty four on the the original DS, um, and you had to use a touch screen. So they were trying to kind of simulate yeah. that that kind of joystick thing, and it, it it didn't really fit right. The with DS this. I heard was terrible because you have a D pad, <laughs> and yeah. it's a three D game. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, you know, it, it had pretty good controls, um, and they added some stuff. I mean, it was already in some of the other Mario games, but it was nice having this one, like wall jumps and things like that. Um, you could also crouch and when you're in crouch, um, you, yes. you can roll. <laughs> so, the crouching is so brilliant. So if there's yeah. certain areas that if you have the, squ- uh, the tail, you can all, you can you know find the switches to go up. But there's also all these little tunnels you can just crawl through, and there's so many just secret areas of these levels that are just like wow, this is really cool <laughs> and awesome, and you yeah wouldn't know to look for it really. Yeah, um, and you don't even have to have the uh, tail to to get into those. Some um, of them you do to break a brick blocking them, but whenever you are a crouch, you can roll, so you can roll through the bricks. And that's oh, something I didn't find out until yeah. until after. Yeah, I, I was. I, I don't think game. I've ever done that. How do you roll? Um, so when you're crouched, uh, you want to hit one of the buttons. I believe it's. Let me let me just get into the game <laughs> and, and. So I'm playing that two three world. That's pretty wild. So I'm a crouch. Um, you hit Y and you'll roll. So let me just go ahead on on the video feed. I'm showing this. So I'm crouched right now and I'm hitting Y and I'm rolling. Oh, that's cool. And I rolled off the edge. Yeah, I thought you might do that. 
It's like, so. careful, man. It's a lot of love. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's really cool. Can you hurt enemies that way? Yes, you can. So, so you can just roll through the whole um, level. I, I believe there are some enemies that you can hurt that way, yeah. Okay, um, just roll through all these Goombas. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if they carry that over the 3D world at all. I hope so. It was a pretty cool feature. Um, once I figured that out, I was like, oh, man, I can go through all these spots now that have these these little... Because uh, you know, before, of, it was like, you need the raccoon suit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, also, let's see. Yeah, I found that like the level uh, or the level run-throughs were, were pretty quick comparative to, to some other Mario games. Um, so it's definitely designed for handheld as far as the yeah. size. Yeah, so so you can get through the levels pretty quickly. However, it is pretty explorative. At least for mm-hmm. me, it was I, so. like I wanted to see, you know, what all levels were because you can kind of see there's something going off to the to to one side. Mm-hmm. So you want to go over there and see what that is, especially in your star hunt, uh, your star hunting. Yeah, your star coin hunting. Have, have you do you do that during the main play, or is that your second run through? You try to get all stars. It's most of my second run through. Sometimes, though, um, you know, I'll be like, I know there's something over here, and I'll just go over there and check it out. But yeah. uh, most of the time, with a lot of games, I'll just go through it the first time, and then I'll go back a second time. I'm the same way. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, I found that the levels were pretty free flowing. Like you, once you get into this kind of groove, of like running on some of the levels, you just run and jump, and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, doing wall jumps off things. Pretty quick. Um, so, so that, I mean, that was, uh, pretty new, I think to these type of games because Mario games didn't really have like a rhythm to them as much. I mean, it was kind of there, but not as much. I, I, I see it's more prominent with, with this game. Um, and yeah, in most levels, some levels are like, you gotta yeah. wait for the guy to, or yeah. the boards to flip over. Um, Let's see what else I have. Oh, and and the speaking of the controls, uh, when you look through the telescope, you know you could tilt your 3ds to, yes. to look around. So that so was... some of the star coins and stuff, you have to use the telescope and find the toad yeah. and zoom in and stuff. And then you can also get into these uh, kind of cannons, and while you're in the cannons, you can tilt the 3ds oh, yeah. to uh, to point to where you're going to launch to. So. This was my first 3ds game I ever played. Really? This was this was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh this was my second three D S game. So. First being Mario Kart? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Oh no, no, uh, it's my third thing. I forgot about Mario Kart. So okay. first one was Animal Crossing, then Mario Kart, and then uh three D Lens. Okay, so you got your three D S in June then? Uh I got it no, I got it the month August. Got it in August. Oh, so fairly recently. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, anything else on 3D Land before we move in the world a little bit? Yeah, yeah, he's got a couple more things. <laughs> cool. I just want to make sure, you know, I, yeah, as much 3D a, Land stuff, I'm not sure what else I have on it, though. Took a lot of notes during, during this past week while I was playing through. Um, so this one does have the uh, time limit that, that you know, we've kind of... And you'll find expect. clocks throughout levels as well. Yeah, yeah. So you can pick up these little clocks. There's a blue one that will give you 10 seconds and a green one that will give you 100 seconds. And these are mm-hmm. Mario seconds, so they're not quite... <laughs> yeah, Mario seconds. <laughs> yep. Um, and, but I didn't really run into any problems with the time limit during the first eight worlds, so that might change with the other one. And um, 
also you get a lot of lives um and i was like man this is really building up but you know as i've been i ran out in the second half of the game really so Mm -hmm. what happens when you run out uh you get to continue (laughs) (laughs) so you need to keep track of all your continues Uh, Yeah. yeah i I didn't have any problems with lives. I only died twice, but... I'm 97 currently, so it's not a huge issue. I mean, you get a lot. I mean, you can get one at the end of every level if you hit the top of your pole. You get one Mm -hmm. for every 100 coins. They're hidden all throughout the game, so you get a lot of lives. Um, So, pretty easy to do that. (laughs) Uh, Star coins, they unlock your levels, or some some of the levels. Oh, yeah, like you can't progress until you reach that many star coins, yep. Uh, especially towards the end of the game, I never had any problems with it. Uh, I believe I finished the game with 117. Or I remember having the track down star coins before I could finish the game on the first run through because I didn't have enough of them. Yeah, see, I didn't have to do that, but I um, I believe you have to have 100 if you want to finish the first eight worlds uh, because to unlock the, the final level, you need 100 star coins. And that is a cool mechanic to make sure you explore the previous levels enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the final things that I have, uh, was just the, uh, uh, like the standout kind of levels that were in there. And the ones that stood out to me wasn't any particular level, but, um, the water two, world. three, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think of that one until you mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, but so, uh, the water worlds were pretty cool because, uh, the sounds that were in there, you know, they're they're kind of muffled. So it seemed like they like paid attention to mm-hmm. to the actual level design. So the sounds were actually kind of muffled, um, and there was slow. It's sort of like a slow motion. So we all know when you're underwater, you kind of move a little bit slower. So whenever you swim up and hit, uh, uh, speed up once you reach the air. Yeah. So you'd hit something underwater, and it would go a little bit slower. And I don't know. Um, one of the levels, you had the option of just jumping over the water to the end, you could finish this level in about 20 seconds, just running straight <laughs> to the end, but you yeah. wouldn't get any of the explorable items like the star coins, so if you did yeah. that route, you'd you have to spend whatever the three minutes to get through it, but there's one level in there that you can just jump over the whole <laughs> level basically, and it's not like hiding that they're doing that it's readily apparent that, hey you can just jump across this abyss, and you have, it's pretty simple to do. And yeah. That, do you remember that level? Have you gone to that level? Yeah, one? yeah, I do, but I did not jump across. I saw it, and I was like, I could probably just jump across there. I'm gonna I tried it. It's like, water. that really works. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was a level where you are looking at it from above, like a top view. Um, there was only one of those. Uh, I kind of would want to see some more of that, because it was pretty interesting, because you would you would walk into an area and then you see it and like the level kind of progressed in like a room style. So you were in one room and you go into another room and it kind of pans over to the next room, kind of like <laughs> Zelda a little bit. Um, and then you could kind of see there was something above you and you had to jump up and it kind of revealed it was like another, another story or another level. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was, um, Final thing, yeah. There was some some callbacks to like some other Mario games. So very much like, so. This was yeah. nostalgia <laughs> driven and all yeah. parts of it. Uh, you had the music. Um, there were you know a lot of the characters. I mean, there was Toad. Of course, there was Mario. Well, uh, you had flat out like this is like you know 
five, yeah, this is a segment from one of the old levels that's yeah. been redone for this machine here, and it's yeah. like it was such a happy moment. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm here in a 2D environment here, my 3D land. Yeah, um, it had the flying ship levels, mm-hmm. and also uh, during the final Bowser fight, he throws barrels at you. Um, so, so that was kind of like a Donkey Kong uh, thing. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I guess in 3D World, he'll be driving a car and throwing stuff at you from his car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the, so that's all I have about that game. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about 3D World's coming out in yeah. just a few days for the Wii U. Uh, this is the second in this now series of games, 3D Land, now 3D World. Uh, 3D Universe may come out before the end with it being you in the title, you know. Um, but uh, this is a game that it looks like it doesn't. It looks like it's in the same series as far as um, kind of level design, but much more vast. Like uh, this will be a much different game. It'll be a console game, and there's all sorts of just crazy stuff they're throwing into this one. And music's completely, you know, big bang, uh, big uh, band style, and it, it looks like it's gonna be. As different as Mario One was to Mario Three, maybe not as different as that, but maybe three to three to World, perhaps. It seems like a very different game. Yeah. See, um, when I first played um, Mario Three D Land, I remember that first, like the first level, when it kind of you know just pans around and shows you, and you're kind of in this wide open area, like, wow, this is amazing! Like you're just running around. That's kind of how I already feel about Super Mario World. I mean, you like. Uh, you, 3D you, World. Yeah, 3D World. Um, I've seen the trailers for it. Like The levels look like they're kind of coming from 3D land, but they're just even better. So it's just, I mean, it's... it's and you got the sorry. cat suit. So yeah. you know how crawling and the, you know using the tail to make levels go up? And this one, I'm, I'm the most curious I've ever been about a power-up is the cat suit because the cat <laughs> suit allows you to crawl up walls. Yeah. And what that allows to me is free exploration of both vertical and horizontal space. So they could do things that they've never been able to do in previous Mario games. I think the flying mechanism in old games allowed you to get to clouds and stuff, but it wasn't really used beyond that kind of stuff. So what's the midway tier between clouds and that? I think there's a lot of cool possibilities here that we'll see some fun stuff with. I mean, plus it'll carry over your power-up, so you could have uh, double cherry, on the double cherry, so you could have double cherry cat suits, perhaps. I'm not sure if that's a thing, but that would be kind of wild, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, the the cat suit, I think is pretty cool. Because you know. also pounce on targets, and yeah. there's one thing where you're, like, crawling and pouncing on a bird type thing. It's, <laughs> it looks so adorable. Yeah. And there's power-ups I mean, we haven't yet seen in any of the trailers, and they're embargoed still, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, like, Cassie, that's something you can only do inside, like, a Mario game. You, you, I mean, you yeah. couldn't do that with anything else, have a cat suit, and no one even question it. It's like, oh, cat suit, oh, this is awesome, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really just kind of strange when you think about it. Yeah. And there's also this mechanic in multiplayer where the winner of the previous level gets a crown, and in the next level, you're able to hit the other player and take their crown <laughs> and it becomes this kind of smash for their style where you're trying to get to the end of the level still having the crown and all of your friends are beating up on you to try to steal the crown it's like there's 
it, like the multiplayer has been great for when that's a thing <laughs> and I have people over. Yeah, this is going to be fun because I remember playing uh, Mario, uh, oh, the new Super Mario Bros. Uh, for the Wii and Wii U, and sometimes I would try to kill whoever I was playing with just to do it. And like, <laughs> you know, and this just, one, this one, Aaron, I played. Yeah. I played the demo at Best Buy during E3. You can pick up the players and throw them <laughs> off the edge. Yeah, you could do that on on uh, the Wii oh, yeah, version okay. also. Yeah, and it was funny because it's like, hey, I'm going to pick you up and throw you up to this platform. <laughs> and they're like, okay, and then I just throw them off the edge. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. And, and having that kind of crown, it just adds like a kind of competitive thing. Before, it was like, why'd you kill me? There was no reason to it, but this one and I actually have a reason. So. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I really wish they did that online, though, because I don't have people to play with locally. But uh, I understand why they want to do that, sort of. But, yeah, yeah. it'd be great yeah, to play it online. I have a feeling that. that I'm going to be playing this, uh, uh, the local multiplayer a lot. My fiance likes uh, playing Mario, so. That'd be a lot of fun. Gonna play that. Yeah. And then yeah. over the holidays, you know, having people over, things like that. This will definitely yeah. be a game we play kind of want to travel with my Wii U for the holidays. <laughs> but uh, I won't go that far. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that game comes out in just five days from now, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll more talk about it then, um, and, uh, and we may do a whole episode. Who knows? So, uh, Anyways, where do you want to see the series go from now? Do you think we'll see another in this series on current hardware or do you think we'll have to wait until there's new hardware out? I, well, it's kind of hard to say uh, because this is at the beginning of, of the Wii U. Uh, so they did Galaxy and Galaxy 2. Yeah. Think we'll see 3D World and 3D World 2. Yeah, see, I'm just not sure about that because I'm... I'm so they can do Galaxy back, 3, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking back to just kind of like the history of of these kind of titles and I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, Miyamoto had a quote, uh, just earlier this week saying, you know, just because, you know, we have the, the 3d titles don't count out, uh, uh, like another another Mario galaxy game. Um, so I think that they probably do have that plan. And I think that'd be nice to see a, like HD version of of Mario galaxy. I'd be curious what could they do with the controls? Cause like pick three, Designed for the Wii controller, really, it's not a gamepad game. So, if they did Galaxy, would they would they make it work with the gamepad? Because I think the Wii controls really are. I kind of like them. Like you shake mm-hmm. to spin around. Like I actually like that stuff on the Galaxy games. Yeah, um, I really liked. I played the first one, and I really liked the controls on there. I mean, it it made use of the entire controller. Uh, so that was nice. And I mean, the long jump was so great how they yeah. implemented that and that controller. There is a long jump in uh, 3D World. Uh, I'm not sure what button you have to do to do that, but uh, I'm curious how that's implemented. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they... For me, at least, I would like to see them move away from using the the Wii uh, remote, just because I feel it's kind of hindering kind of, you know, what the Wii U can do. I mean, you have this nice controller, but... It's like uh, it just kind of sits there in the in the charging cradle for me most of the time when I'm playing. Really? Um, so you mostly yeah. use pro controllers and Wii remotes? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, why? I have, why is that? 
I'm not really sure why it is. I I think if I had to say just one thing, it's probably just because I don't feel that the controller is being used. I mean, there, there's not enough for me to feel that I need all the features of the controller uh, when I just have the Pro Controller. So, yeah, some games, like the screen, it's just mirroring, and in that case, I don't like mm-hmm. it being there. Yeah. Um, but in other cases, like Rayman Legends, perfect. Zombie U, perfect. Um, the racing games like Sonic All-Stars Transformed, great to have rearview mirror down there. Um, we Fit You is great to... There's some ones that you have to use it with. Other times, it's really helpful to have that second display when you're exercising. You can't watch TV, but you have this smaller screen next to you. So it really is a game-by-game case as to which controller to use. and It's, it's nice to have the choice, but I feel... Mo- I feel I would like all games to be designed with the uh, gamepad in mind, and then it supports the older ones if you want to use them for yeah. arthritis purposes. If you want to vary your <laughs> controls, I think it helps having that actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would definitely like to see them do um, like another Super Mario Galaxy game for the Wii U. Um, I want to see some more console, some more console games rather than handheld. I feel like the handheld Mario games. Are just you know they're they're fun and it's it's nice to play but it's just kind of quick. I don't really see them. It's like a standout title as much as I think of the console ones. Yeah, they're still designing as handheld games. I think that's a kind of a mistake because I like I like Ocarina of Time on my 3ds. Like <laughs> I like that 40 hour experience right there. I wish they did. Uh, that being said, this was a 22 hour game for me and 100 percent it on my handheld. So that's. Not short by any means um, to do that because there was a lot of replayability with me dying so much. Um, but yeah, I I kind of wonder when they'll make that step forward of, hey, this is just as full featured as the Wii U as far as our experiences there. Yeah, and I think that they're they're kind of starting to do that with uh, like we have Super Smash Brothers coming out, you know, and that's supposed to be the same experience in the 3DS and the. And Wii I feel U. Mario Kart is that full experience. Yeah. Now, Mario Kart's an interesting game for me. <laughs> like, maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But we could do a whole show on Mario Kart. Yeah, we haven't done that, have we? No. No. But anyways, anything else on on this uh, topic for today? Uh, yeah, just thinking about you know uh, using the uh, Super Mario Galaxy control or what they might do if they ended up using. And the, the thing is, like, would it be another Galaxy game or would it be? So we had six, Mario 64, we had Sunshine, then we had the Galaxy games. Would mm-hmm. it be a whole new thing that no one's thought of except Nintendo? Yeah, I, I would like to see that. Um, I don't know. So I think I, I would have to be maybe slightly disappointed if we had a, just a third Galaxy game. It's like, I've seen this twice. Let's <laughs> try something newer. I don't know. Yeah. I would like to see another uh, like Mario Sunshine, personally. I really. I want to remake in the Wii U for that one. <laughs> I, I I think I, people are probably laughing at me saying that, but I, I want it because I I own the GameCube version, and it looks like crap today. Sixty four yeah. looks better than Sunshine. It gives me a headache looking at Sunshine. At least in my setup, like it's so washed out. Yeah, I mean that game for its time was was really great looking, but yeah, like I mean, my N sixty four Mario sixty four looks better to me at least. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, as far as the controller, I mean, 
the Wii U gamepad does have a lot of... Th- I mean, it has the gyroscope. It has all that stuff. You could still do the shaking and all that. And then it also has the um, IR receiver. So you could mm-hmm. still do the pointing and all that. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of possibilities if they decided to kind of go... You can use that, like, as a Wii remote pointing thing. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I just I know it's there. So. I know it's there, so I I wouldn't. Well, see it's there for the TV you... remote controller thing. Yeah, and I mean, and the Wii U uh, fit meter. Yeah, but I don't know how much they uh, have built into that. I'm sure they could make it to where it could still sense other IR. I mean, because it's just a sensor, so um, you have the the sensor bar. It it, it could sense two points of IR. And, uh, There's also this crazy port on the bottom, which doesn't do anything. Yeah, so I've been wondering what that's going to be since I saw it. But, I mean, Nintendo has has done things like that before where they had ports that were never used. They connected to your 3DS with a cable, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But anyways, I think that'll do it for this uh, topic on 3D Land and, I guess, a little bit of 3D World. Uh, for next week, it'll be the weekend of Zelda and Mario and craziness. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if we <laughs> could do a whole show on just our experiences of the GameStop launch and Best Buy launch at midnight. Do you think oh, that would be wait. suitable for our next show? And it might not be during Sunday. It might be... Uh, a weird time. <laughs> yeah, we might be able to do that. I'm, I have a feeling it's going to be kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's, I think, plan for that because I don't think I want to dive into any other topics besides <laughs> Mario uh, 3D World and Zelda, and I think it'd be fun to just talk about our launch experiences. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so if, you, if you're watching this uh, live and you're wanting to or you're watching this a little bit later in the week, and you want to see what's what we're up to this crazy weekend of launches, be sure to check our Twitter feeds, and we'll keep you updated on when we're actually going to to air this. Yeah, because me and Aaron are both doing midnight launches. I actually am taking a vacation day on the 22nd, so I have the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all off, dedicated to having a great time and taking a mental vacation. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to the Best Buy Midnight Launch. I pre-ordered Mario 3D World and the Zelda 3DS XL. So I'm going to be staying in line with all the Xbox people waiting for my Nintendo gear. And Aaron will be doing a similar thing over at his local GameStop. So I'm sure we will have encounters and fun experiences. <laughs> I just hope the Xbox people are nice and courteous, as I'll try to be to them. All us happy Nintendo people going and crashing the Xbox party. I should bring some Cheetos for him. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Um, sort of. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Aaron, where can folks find you in the meantime? Uh, you find me at Twitter, uh, Meverse, YouTube, Google, um, basically anywhere, any social network at AL Rivera 058. Very cool. And I should note, uh, if you want to do the, the launch parties, make sure you actually pre-order this stuff. Best Buy told me I'm good to show up at midnight with the Xbox folks. But I have to pre-order the game, have to pre-order the system or the Zelda game. So pre-order that, then you'll be set. If you don't, they won't let you buy it. 
Um, GameStop, I'm not sure if it's any different. It might be a little bit looser since it's an entirely gaming store, but maybe not. So, if you want to yeah. go to the midnight launch, you do have to pre-order it. Yeah, so pre-order your stuff. Yeah. That's uh, a <laughs> safe bet. So, anyways, uh, I am Tim Chatton. You can find me on their webs. Uh, username T-C-H-A-T-E-N. And we do broadcast these uh, live over Google+, Plus, uh, the Hangouts. Uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash T-C-H-A-T-E-N. And that's where you can tune in uh, every, uh, every week, normally at 8 p.m. Eastern through 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And if we're doing special times, I'll be tweeting that out. So check out my Twitter. Um, with that said, thank you guys for listening or watching. We'll be back next week for one of the craziest weekend, the craziest weekend of Nintendo of the year, probably. And uh, thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast, and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting. And I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac. M-Y-M-A-C dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for prime time.